0: Welcome back to another episode of the E-Coach and Co. Today I'm joined by my co-host, Co, Noel O'Shea. Hey everyone. And this week we're actually joined by Jeff Lahart. You may recognise him from Laptop Coaches if you're subscribed to the E-Coach Club. And if not, please sign up. It's only £1.99. Cheaper than a cup of coffee. <laughs> that, that's a month now, that's not a month <laughs> Yeah, but how many cups of coffee do you get a month?
1: Depends if you drink coffee or
0: not. This is about football, Jeff. A month. <laughs> You're meant to be the co Jeff is actually going to mediate this today in case Connell and me get into a fight. Last week we were very nice to each other, but this week we we're going to take it up a notch. Or well, we might do. It depends on if Connell has any stupid opinions or not. Talked words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, will we get into
1: it? Let's go. Okay. So the first topic that we're going to discuss today is going to be the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo from Juventus to Manchester United. So, probably sure. possibly the biggest move so far this transfer window. Potentially. What a Messi! It's
2: for you to decide. You see you're wearing your PSG top. Yeah. With one Adam on the back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Ronaldo going to Man U is probably. The biggest transfer yeah Messi's one kind of feels like a break I think Messi will go back to Barcelona to be honest I, he signed a two year contract I know he's what 34 34 years 34, old yeah. I do think he'll go back to Barcelona to see how his career it almost feels like a loan deal until they get their ha- house in order and even if it's not it just kind of just happened kind of cut past us all by I think Ronaldo going to Man U is huge I think it's huge I think because it's a Premier League there's so much there's so much I don't know hype around it. It was near the end of the transfer market It was like the perfect storm for it.
2: Yeah.
1: Connell as a city supporter, what was your opinion <laughs> on the other
2: Um yeah, it was quite a roller coaster for about twenty four hours for me. Um I was kind of excited to get Ronaldo, even though I don't know how well he would have fit in at Manchester City. I thought it just would have been fun to annoy Man United fans if Do you think like, they was, actually would have taken him? I think it was. Do you more think they were just threatening? They were just teasing. I don't think they were teasing. I think they were they were discussing with Juventus. They weren't as keen to spend the twenty five million or in and around that that Man United ended up paying for him. They didn't want to spend a transfer fee on him. Um, but they would have been. I think I don't know how keen Pep would have been to take him. But at the same time, he's the second best player in the world, and if that gets offered to you with no competition, then you kind of you can't turn that down. So I think once Man United showed an interest, that Man City just said, "Kind of you can have them" because Man City weren't really planning on, going all out for another player before the end of the transfer window. Do you
1: think you Do you think it was a ploy by the agent, just to get United in to sign him? Because obviously he wanted to leave. He made that clear to Juventus. The whole City thing was, it was only floating around for about twelve hours in the end. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like. I was on the train and I got off the train and it you change from, City have like it's a done deal. Ronaldo's gone to City to, you know, he's signing for United like it's it's finished and that was over like a two hour period. I
0: yeah. think it was a ploy, to be honest. I I, I think City were I think City would humour it. I think anyone would humour it if they brought it to Liverpool. Liverpool would be like, oh, it would be stupid not to go into talks with Ronaldo just to see what yeah. it's about. And once Manchester City were seen to be in talks with them, then United were like, okay. Even if it's not real, we still have to act on it. How can Ronaldo go to Manchester City?
2: Yeah, I think I think that you're right with that. I think Man City. Thank you. Know, you. The, agents, <laughs> the agent. The uh, agent. End of podcast. The agent um, needed to get a deal done for Ronaldo, and um, and Man's you know Man United have always said, that, oh, we want to get Ronaldo back at some stage. Ronaldo's always been keen to go back, and. You know, Man City was was a team that had just lost out on Harry Kane like the day or two before, so thought maybe Man City might be slightly interested, or might humour it for a while because they need a striker, and um, and then yeah, as you say, Man United caught word of this and kind of put their their uh, their themselves forward for him. So do you think you know in United buying
1: Ronaldo? So it works out at about twenty five million euro in the end, maybe a bit less. Did that cost them signing the midfielder? Money-wise? Or do you think they had any intention of bringing someone in in the end?
0: I'm not too sure. I think... I would to work out at 3 million a year?
1: 2.5. I look, views. if the right
0: deal is not in the market for United, then that's probably why they didn't go for it. Madrid to... signed
1: Kamalinga for 30 million straight out.
0: Yeah. I th- I'm I'm not too sure about that. I think... I think the Ronaldo deal is better than the Camavinga deal. I think United midfield does need improvement, but with the right player, will Camavinga come in and make the? I'm not saying Ronaldo's going to win my new the league. I'm not saying he's going to even get them in say the top two again. But would Ronaldo have the same? Would Camavinga sorry have the same impact as Ronaldo? I know you could say one for the future and all that, but I don't think anyone expected Camavinga to go to Real Madrid. I think everyone thought Camavinga was safe. For another year or two,
2: at least, all the big clubs in Europe. I think I think um he only Real Madrid only went from when they realized Mbappe wasn't available and they felt they needed to, to sign a player. So so the same way same to your point that Man United is it's not really Man United wouldn't have even known he was available Real Madrid. Do you think,
0: and this is just off top of my head. I just thought of the question there, and Jeff can give a little bit of input on this as well. Do you think United fans can be a bit annoyed? Say, Ronaldo, say it didn't work out Ronaldo... Or say it kind of did... He scored say 15 goals each season... Over 15 to 20 goals each season... Over the next two seasons... If United fans thought into it... Do you think they'd be annoyed... That he didn't give them better career... Better years of his career... Late on... Almost like he... Not that he promised but... I don't know... Jeff you're a United fan... It was almost like he would come back at some stage... Maybe not for a while... But that's what I'm saying... That's when he went to Juventus... It was almost as if he was going to go to Real Madrid... And then go back
1: to United. I think the like the reason United didn't sign him when he went to Juventus was it was like a still a hundred million dollar fee or whatever it was, Euro fee, to get him in. He was still what was he? That was three years ago, so he was thirty three at the time. So I mean, you're getting a player probably just past his prime, realistically. But I mean still Ronaldo is still scoring what, twenty six goals a season. In in like the yeah, league and the stuff. Last, the, last he won stage. the
2: last two golden boots in Syria had Lukaku, yeah. who was everyone was raving about last season. So is Scudetto is the is not the player the league, league though, isn't it in Scurretto? Italy? No, that's Scurretto. the, that's name the trophy. Mm. The oh okay. The
0: okay. Of them, yeah. okay. Um, who won player of the season in Italy? I think it was Lukaku. I think Lukaku won last year. Yeah. Yeah. So and I understand top goal scorer went to Ronaldo,
2: but Lukaku was obviously a better yeah. player. And you've had more goals than Lukaku last season. Five more goals, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it is. It is a really good signing for United, and um, and I think it is as you were saying. You might be getting the best striker out there, um, but for the price you're paying for the two years and the winning mentality, you know that Man United right now need someone to drive them to that next level. He might get it in his time, but I think he'll attract more players in the future as well. Like for next season, people want to play with Ronaldo. So I think it is as you said, like it is a bigger transfer than, than Messi's, I think, because Messi's one just feels like it was forced. Ronaldo showed some yeah. sort of urgency to go to Man United, leave Juventus and and just. Plays. Do you think he'll be Codiers. successful? Um I I don't know. That that's what is, successful? Successful? What is what
1: a successful, what's what's successful to Ronaldo going to
2: United? Within the Premier League. Do you think? Yeah, I think that's a success. I think, I don't think he's there. Everyone knows what Ronaldo's about. I think he wants to go and, and do something for the Man United fans. Like if, he, if he scores 25 goals with the team around him... Not for Ronaldo, but
0: what success for United? So what will make Jeff happy if, from bringing Ronaldo in? What is Jeff's aim? What should Jeff's aim be? What should
2: the, what should the supporters aim be, with bringing Ronaldo in? I think the same answer. Yeah, man. you know it's like, they're bringing in the second best player in the world, and I still think he probably is. He's definitely in the top five players in the world. Still, well, well if you won a Serie A player of the year, then yeah, he is. Yeah, so you're still getting a top quality player, and um, so you'd hope he you bring it to that next level. I know Man United haven't really been close to winning the league. But I think in the two years they should be at least competing. You know, what happens if they don't compete this season? Say it's, it's last season. Yeah. Is it fair to say they didn't compete? They didn't compete last season. No, they were yeah. never close. They they put off Man City's title parade for a while because like a week. Yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> for a few weeks. So I think they also need to get out of the group stage. What the if Champions they League. don't? What if they don't compete this year, though? Then what? What happens? Whose fault is it then, though? I I do think they don't have a, the manager to the same level of City, Chelsea, and Liverpool, so that's what's going to hold them back. But I wouldn't rule it out. You know, he's he's not an awful manager, like.
0: No, he's not. But
1: what do you think of this, Jeff? As you, for me, being a United fan, it it's an interesting one because obviously, like results, they're getting results in terms of you know. We have seven points this season. It took us eight games last season to get six points. So straight away that's improvement on last season. But performances haven't been particularly alright, yeah, went out and beat Leeds, grand. That was you'd say you caught Leeds on a bad day realistically. But then there's very little like creativity and stuff being shown in the last couple of games in terms of Southampton and then Wolves like scraped past wolves by the skin of our teeth. Um it's an I. I think Ronaldo will take it to the next level. I think he'll have an impact on everyone around him in the club, in time like throughout the whole spine. I think they're still missing a a quality midfielder to give that really good spine of a team, which United has has always had in the past, like pre or obviously like Sir Alex Ferguson era, and then post that we haven't had that spine. But I think like you have Varane and Maguire, which should be a good partnership. Now hold midfielder, but then you have like you have Bruno Ronaldo. And then the supporting players around that is obviously it's the best squad that we've probably had ever since that Rooney, Ronaldo, Berbatov sort of day. It so. is. It's
0: it, The squad depth as well is excellent. Um, I think that this will affect Greenwood. People are going on and saying it's going to be really, really positive for him, and it is. If he is an open mindset and he learns from Ronaldo, that's excellent for him. But he's missing out on valuable playing time. He's not going to play in near anywhere near as many games. Ronaldo isn't coming to play almost like a Zlatan role in his second season. He was in and out with Lukaku on the team, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, he was in and out of the team. Ronaldo's coming to play, and he will play consistently unless there's an injury. And Greenwood has had an excellent start to the season, and he played he played well last season and even the season before he did really well. So he's been around now through his third, fourth season in the team. Uh, third anyway. third season playing regularly He has a chance now to really, really grow And I don't think he's going to get that with Ronaldo here For two years, not even a year Like What if Liverpool went with Michael Owen back then Then yeah, he got injured I think And it was a hamstring injury, that's really unfortunate But what if they went, you know what, we'll wait a few years for, for him Robbie Fowler, he was 19, leading the line for Liverpool I yeah. oh, will wait off with him Mason Greenwood is scoring goals now consistently for case last season I think it was the first half of the season he was a bit off wasn't he the second half of the season he turned up yeah, a little bit yeah. Yeah. he scored
1: 7 goals the last 9 games of the season
0: excellent he's scoring goals now why delay it I'm not saying oh just put everything on hold just for Greenwood but I think and I think look it is somewhat good business but it does damage that yeah it does damage that and then there's Cavani there's it Cavani Rashford. Mason Greenwood Rashford Sancho. and Ronaldo. Sancho, I He can play the wing. I think Sancho will play either way. So I don't think that's a problem for Sancho.
1: Right. Speaking of Sancho, one of the probably biggest hype deals in the transfer window has been going on for like two years, done and dusted now. Is that United you know, hasn't had the impact yet, but that's expected to come. Who's done the best business so far in the transfer window? Or well, transfer window closed. Who's done the best business? I, Conor, I. You go first. Get a chance to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan and his passionate rant. <laughs>
2: Well, sorry, I, I, love I, I, think, I think as we're saying t- still on topic I think Man United had the best window in terms of improvement of squad they have definitely from what they had last year to compare to what they have now Man United definitely improved I think Sancho he hasn't looked great at the start of the season but that could be just fatigue from you know the Euros um, I think he would be a really good player Varane I thought was very good against Wolves I think going from Lindelof to Varane is a big step up <laughs> and then I even though I I think Greenwood would have been a good part of the team, like and could be one of the best strikers for England to see in the next couple of years, I think that Ronaldo is just, you know, in terms of the winning mentality and just the goals he's gonna score. Like you just can't not see him getting twenty to twenty five goals, at least if he plays every game. Um so I think yeah, in terms of improvement of squad, Man United, um and then closely followed I think by Chelsea just because Last season, they were everything but for the second half of the season, they're everything but goals, and they got Lukaku, one of the best goal scorers in the world right now. And then I thought last night the Sawell transfer is nice enough as well, a bit more depth in midfield. So, um, yeah, so they'll be my two, two anyway. Um,
0: I agree with you, Chelsea. You know, Chelsea actually only spent 2.12 million net profit. That's amazing, they sold a lot of.
2: Many I know, I sense. know you can
0: say that and look, but that that's been happening for years and no one said anything. So oh no, they did they, they, they did really well. <clears> that's amazing.
2: A, to get a lot of players off the books,
0: yeah. I think that's excellent. They like they literally they bought they brought in Lukaku and they brought in Saul into the midfield. That's you Saul Saul Saul. Saul. Think, yeah. Um mm. they brought him into the midfield on loan deal, I think it was five million. Option yeah, third, yeah. Four, thirty four, or 40 Five million, million loan fee, forty million, I think something like that. Option amazing. 20, yeah. yeah. That's, I think that's incredible business. I know, and look, with United one, I know you think they did really well and I think they did. To get the Ronaldo deal I think is excellent in terms of actual business. Three million yeah. a year, isn't it? Two and a half million. Two and a half million pounds a year. like, yeah. But, if that, I'm not going to say yeah, places in the table because you can get 75 points and finish first one year or not for a second yeah. one year or fifth. If they bring their points tally up to 80 plus plus. Then I'll say that's excellent business. But until then, I, I need to see something that gives me an indicator that they will get eighty plus points this yeah. year. For at the moment, from seeing how United played in the first two games, in the first two three games, it looks like they're going in the same direction. They look they look like a team with attacking flair. They look excellent attacking. Not as much in the Wolves game, but but look in the Wolves game you can't say that because, like, with limited chances, limited opportunity. They still scored a quality goal as well. Yeah, We can get on to the Pogba challenge and all that, but I don't think it was too... I couldn't touch and go, but it was still a quality chance and they scored it. But at the back, they, they look a mess. Adama Traore killed them. and I know you can I, say I he can do that. I don't that,
2: think it's at the back. I think it's, as we've touched on already, it's the midfield. Well, defensively, defensively they look they, a they mess. Didn't, they didn't concede too many shots, though, I don't think, in that last game. I'm pretty sure their xG was Jeff. Can you track check that for us? Yeah, Wolves point. was no, it was, it was high.
0: They conceded a lot
2: of shots.
1: Only, I'm pretty sure it was 1.
0: sixteen, seventeen, eighteen shots. That's high against a team like Wolves for a team like
2: United. Yeah, I thought Wolves played well, but I don't think it was individually the defenders. I think the, no, but the it's British the whole Wolves. team defending. Okay, yeah, I'll agree with the whole team defending. But I thought
1: Wolves xG was one point eight, United's was point nine four
2: that's nearly double what you know yeah. but a lot of that it goes down to Saïs's chance as well which was from a set piece you know that
1: 15 shots 6 on target for Wolves
2: yeah as a team i don't think they defended well i think the midfield was heavily exposed but i thought as a back forward they did okay you know but
0: that's what i'm saying i think the setup of the team just looks and until yeah. the
2: signings prove
0: otherwise they can look like really good business on paper but until that's shown and it could be shown and I could be yeah. eating my words like I said in the first podcast but I think until then it will just it's just I'm not going to say that they did the best business. Another team that I think did great business in terms of their actual signings I can't say much because I don't know too much about them but the fact that Spurs kept Harry Kane I, I think, think is huge. Well. <laughs> but isn't that huge yeah. then? Like he should be He Harry Kane should be playing for Manchester City Yeah. I'm not going to say United because I'm saying Manchester City, Bayern Munich, PSG, Real Madrid, whoever, whoever's in the yeah. top tier of football in terms of actual playing, Harry Kane should be playing for them and Spurs have him. It's the equivalent of Liverpool having Luis Suarez back in thirteen fourteen. I can't get a Liverpool example out of anything you said, I don't think. It's the equivalent, I'm not going to say it's the equivalent of, equivalent of uh, Sean White-Phillips' life from Manchester City, back in, what was it?
1: 3 I don't know. Who did the worst business? <laughs> oh, yeah, so he only next one.
2: <laughs> God, you really didn't like my comment about Liverpool there. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Who did the worst business then? <laughs> um, I... I Tricky one. I I I would have said Southampton, but they've actually looked like a decent enough side in the last two games. You know they should have beaten Newcastle, and yeah. um, they were decent. I know they probably should have lost to Man United, but um, yeah, they just I I had them down as a t- tip to go down, but I wouldn't really say so as much anymore. You know we didn't mention for good business, and I know it's early on Everton. Yeah. I think um, Big Saul
1: Rondon back in the league. I don't
2: think it did it. I don't De think they did, it, Gray. I don't think did a great
1: business. Like, you know, no, but it, but it was good Two in terms of million. money paid. I yeah. would say, arguably, one of the best transfer windows for the club. Andros Townsend free, Begovic free, Damari Gray 1.6 million. Andy Lanagan means gonna be a backup keeper, and then yeah. Rondon free. So they spent 1.6 million the whole window, yeah. And they looked but like the new it. side,
2: yeah. I suppose
0: and a they kept calvert loom, I know there was no interest in them but yeah. like
2: Richarlison is one day more actually kept yeah. there's a lot yeah, of yeah, same, yeah. That's BAS, a huge I think BASG. they're lucky about the if, if you look at
1: Southampton's outgoings the fact that they're going to be competitive er, you know competitive in terms of like actually looking to win games and stuff this year is so impressive because they've lost stalwarts from their squad from the last few years and Ryan Bertrand is gone
0: Leicester picked him up, didn't
1: he? Yeah, for free. But he was on out of contract. Yeah. Vestergaard has gone to Leicester as well, fifteen million. Danny Ings has gone, probably one of the bigger transfers. Yeah. So but little
0: spoiler out there. One of my tips to go in. Aston Villa. No way, uh, Southampton.
1: Colonel yeah. yeah. already said that. So.
0: Do you think they'll go in?
2: we'll talk about it later but they're not, they're not in my three anyway not anymore. Yeah, so there you go um, but just while we're on that Jeff, you're going through Danny Ings I think the four team I had down on my list of good business I thought Man United and Chelsea in terms of the teams at the top I thought Spurs as well because they kept Kane they've signed a few interesting players that I haven't really heard of but they've started well and we'll see how these new guys come in they've signed a right back which from Barcelona yeah. who played for Petites um, and no, just none of the
1: Spurs players have played other than have they any of them played really like have they they're new players yeah no they really have like this Brian, Brian
2: Heal he's come on a few times yeah. but also another player who's impressive um, who's impressed so far is Oliver Skip who was player yeah. player of the season in the champ. I don't know if, if he was player of the whole season he's definitely Norwich's player of the season yeah. and they won the league um, so he is starting from now and I think Hoiberg is playing a bit more advanced we are seeing a lot more than Army Championship players you play like I know it's always
0: kind of happening when you look at the grand scale of things but like it's happened consistently now with Mason Mount
1: I know who you're going to drop here
0: going from Derby Ben White no Harvey Elliott no I wasn't <laughs> going to say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben White do, doing really well for Leeds Leeds in the Championship then going and playing really well for Brighton I know things haven't started the way you probably wanted at Arsenal but Man, that's kind of Covid he hasn't COVID, like... <laughs> No, what, what do you mean because of COVID? he hasn't played because of COVID.
2: He's he played, played two out of three games. Yeah, yeah, he's only
0: played one. He played yeah. in the first game though. Yeah, yeah. So he played he against Brentford. Yeah. I do you mean just in general? He missed the
2: last two games with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it this is the times we're living in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Worst business? Uh, no, sorry, just to, fit, to cut across end, one I was going to say, about interest uh, interest about Aston Villa's business because you can look at it both ways. They obviously lost their best player and their their talisman, but they've made some good signings. I think Danny Ings, you know, yeah, um, Wendy is a good player as well. And um, Abbey, I think, is also quite a good player. You know. It'd be interesting to see how it works Young. out for them because yeah. Ashley
0: Young, yeah, Ashley yeah. Young hasn't played it
2: though, has he? He started every single game. Has he started every single game? No, Ben White got COVID so that's why he couldn't play. Just in case he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Leon Bailey as well he's been, he's been
1: injured prison. he hasn't played yeah. could have started off good story did, some ready. lot of attacking players good son well I listened to their chairman or CEO or something once the Grealish deal went through they said like they had planned for this and they'd done a lot of research and yeah. analysis and everything so their idea was they they sell Grealish for 100 million they knew it was coming but they'll replace them with three top quality players that are going to get them the goals and the assists to replace Greal. yeah replace Grealish so that's why they brought in Bailey Buendia and Danny Ings for the money that they did. Like yeah. Buendia was thirty eight million.
2: Yeah, he was expensive. Yeah, I, I, I did remember. I did remember hearing that, and he said like Grealish, as good as he is, you need more than one player to replace him. You're, you're not, they aren't going to attract a player of his quality, so you need to get three minor players to.
0: We could even like I was looking at there the other day. Jeff, there was a Tifa football video, um, it's called. Jack Grealish, in terms of uh, called expected threat, which is the amount of times you're expected to threaten with the ball carrying it forward, Jack Grealish was the highest in the league. Yeah. Followed by, I think, Salah and I forget number three, but number four was Hudson the Doy, which is apparently a credit. It's only a new stat to me, but it's a credit to his dribbling ability and his passing ability. So Hudson-Odoi according to XT is extremely underrated But Jack Grealish I think is far over everybody else in the league And this was at Aston Villa I'll get more into that later But Manchester City You can't say they did unbelievable business Because obviously they didn't get Harry Kane If 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 they only went out for Grealish and they got him And that's all we knew about Then that would have been fine yeah. And we were like, yeah, that's cool. And if maybe they got them a little bit cheaper, 100 million though, they just wanted no hassle, no bit more, get them straight away. And I'm pretty sure it triggered a clause. Um, it did, yeah. but the fact that we knew that they wanted a striker, I think that kind of takes away from it then. But the fact that they did get Grealish, I think, is huge. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. That it is cool so. Do you think City would sell to competitors if they had, like not like in terms of would they sell Bernardo Silva to say Liverpool or Manchester United, maybe Manchester United is a bit of a stretch, or to a Chelsea, we've seen Chelsea do it with Arsenal reasonably much more but before it was even a thing, you know what I mean, even Arsenal players I know were sold Van Persie to Man U and they also, Sani went on a free to City didn't he? Uh, yeah, he's a contract, yeah but Samuel Nasri went Gael Clichy Gael Clichy. Gail Clichy actually called the, the Chelsea I think they got William Gallas there as well would City ever do that because City have the biggest pool of players there that not don't want to be there but could are susceptible to a move now because they might not play as much
1: do City have that kind of like community club feeling though you know like would players be like I'm not going to play for United because I played for City sort of thing
2: I think I think it's it's more the club themselves, the players. Yeah. The players wouldn't feel any guilt for going to another club. Yeah, I think I think the owners want to be, you know, the they want to try and reflect kind of what Man United did there under Ferguson, where they win. You know, not win every league, but they win three out of five. And, and they didn't they want get to there
0: from selling players to yeah. their competitors. I remember Liverpool with the Gabriel Hines and my dad told me about it when I was eight and I was yeah. like deadly we're going to get him I had him in the sticker book and all yeah. ready to throw him into Liverpool uh, part of it for no reason it <laughs> wasn't his it wasn't his place in the sticker book and then apparently Alex Ferguson just said no he wasn't playing he didn't yeah. He didn't play he just said no and it's really then Chelsea did a similar thing no matter who the manager was Chelsea did a similar thing for years they took players from other teams I know that William Gallas went to Arsenal but they were done with him at that point but we never saw any major Chelsea players go to, unless I'm missing something, am I? Might, to Arsenal, to my well, maybe a few to Arsenal, but nothing major. To Liverpool, the, to the player,
2: the player would have to be just as, and if if we can't think of any example from Chelsea, which I can't think of either, it would be a player that probably play just single anybody making the squad and Arsenal are... Some inspirers came along and said, Can we have them? Like Sturridge, maybe. Yeah, he went, yeah, it'll it be something feeling.
1: like they bounce to some other club, like the whole Salah thing. They'll bounce yeah. to a club or De Bruyne, and then they'll bounce back so to I the club. Chelsea league. took
0: Salah literally just because <laughs> Liverpool wanted yeah.
2: them. That the the that, th-
1: that's how City and Chelsea do the business. Like They have all the money, so they can just sign whatever players they want and then just I think leave th- them in the squad.
2: I think the thing as well is that they would sell a player, and the same as Chelsea and probably Man United as well back then, they would sell it to a rival if they felt that player would not improve <laughs> exactly yeah. like if, if you come in for I don't know if you come in for like City's so Scotland, Sebastian Verón yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, it's, yeah, it's so exactly. yeah. Like, yeah players that they don't believe will make any much of a difference if you know
0: it's it's a shame though isn't it because like imagine seeing Bernardo Bernardo Silva is like you even said in the last podcast he should have probably maybe not probably but he was definitely a contender for PFA player of the year not uh, obviously last season, the season before. Mm. Or was it the season before that? 2008, yeah, the season two would have been three seasons ago. Yeah, th- uh, two or three seasons ago. And now it's just like, what age is he? He's 27. Yeah. He's young, isn't he? He's still young. He's still in 22. He think. won't play regularly this year. Well, like he could do, but at the moment it looks like he won't play regularly this year.
2: He has started the first three games, I think. Definitely. He didn't start the first game. Okay, he's definitely started the last two. Then anyway, he won't play regular yet. Not as regular as he, he'd like. So um, yeah. Okay, moving on.
1: Liverpool against Chelsea at the weekend. Not the most, like exciting of games, but a few talking points. So, starting off with, XG, okay. Two point zero eight. Liverpool mm-hmm. 0.57. What for was Chelsea. it? Do you
0: have what it was before half time? I get it on Foot Mob
1: timing um, 0.43 to Liverpool and 0.39. Did Sorry, you. that was just before the penalty, obviously. Yeah, that's okay.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's fair enough, though, isn't it? Like it was an even game. I think if I Chelsea we were just getting a bit better, a bit there. We're getting the better of it, but it's just, Liverpool looked a bit, Liverpool were excellent with their counter-pressing, and they were smashing them up top, and they were keeping them in their own half, and it was excellent, but when Chelsea broke, Liverpool made them look really efficient, because Liverpool kept repeating the same bad things they were doing every time, which was... Lukaku and I've said Lukaku didn't look anything special in the match and he didn't he didn't look good and I know people have said oh they're down to 10 men yeah but they played a whole half with 11 men Lukaku was occupying Matip and Van Dijk obviously Liverpool's full backs go zooming up the pitch that's just the way they play there's no real almost transition with maybe Robertson staying on one side when Trent goes or vice versa and Mount and Havertz just picked those spaces every single time and stayed there they literally just stayed there between the centre-backs and the full-backs picked up spaces there and not as you can see from the XG it's not particularly high you know what I mean but Chelsea did create good chances when they had the opportunity to Liverpool have the potential with the way they play to be really really good but that was just
1: naive I think Lukaku had two shots in the game yeah And his XG was 0.27. So, not amazing.
0: It's not too bad though. Not
1: the worst. For a striker, like.
2: Yeah, I get what you mean. What do you um, think? Of the game in general or. Just. just, uh, The game in general, yeah. I think, um, yeah, Chelsea played well in the first half because that's just the way they play. You know, they always. Do you think they played even better in the second half? It's context. a diff- different kind of performance. Um, I'm surprised Liverpool's was that high, their XG. Um, I don't know how much goes up for a penalty. Was it? point it's point seven. 0.7. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it was
0: 0.76 for that. I was just, Salah's like, just amazing. <laughs> so it goes up a little
2: very bit. Very good penalty taker. He scores a lot of he's it. penalties. <laughs> <He's>, I <it. laughs> very rarely see him miss. But anyway, um, yeah, so I thought it's a different kind of performance. I thought Chelsea's... Resilience in the second half showed kind of a team unity that you haven't seen at Chelsea in the last couple of years. You know, under bounce between managers, Thomas Tuchel seems to have got that kind of squad cohesion. So they were quite, they were quite good, and um, and I think they were managing the game well in the first half. You know, Liverpool could have scored. You know, but I thought Chelsea were managing the game well. They got a go freaking off goal. I know it was a nice header, but. You know, some, some race header. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he meant to score, I don't know, but he, he I, was, I think he did mean it. I don't think he
0: meant it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he meant it. It's, uh, it's it's something that happens like my like Max was saying to me, he was like, Ah, oh, but like should someone have been covering him, should, should someone have been doing that? I was like, Liverpool don't really have much of a problem with conceding corners other than before pre Allison, pre van Dijk. Yeah. But I like, got sometimes
2: Things like that just happen. Yeah, I don't think Liverpool could have defended it any better. 0.02. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think Liverpool could have defended it any better, I agree. So Chelsea created as I think I mirror your point, that Chelsea got into a lot of good positions. Uh, I think Lukaku actually was the weakest in terms of on the ball attacking. We say that again,
0: and I feel bad about... Sorry, I'll let you finish now. But Lukaku had one good chance which brought his XG up. That's what I'm thinking of. It was when he took the shot when they were down to 10 men, but it was blocked immediately. Yeah. Like Matib was literally there, he just put out his 63rd and minute, it. yeah. Yeah, and that, I'd say, brought it up a good bit. 0.12. 0.12.
2: Like his, his other one, one was higher. Really? He had a shot on target against yeah. Allison. yeah. Yeah, he had one saved on the first it was, time. It was kind of a tight enough angle. Bit, as I said, it's only a low enough XG, but he did have. That kind of, would have been a high, actually
0: for a point uh, if the other one that one's only
2: one
1: 0.12 one 0.15 just outside the penalty spot I don't
2: remember the shot I think he was turning he was it was kind of at an angle and it was a, but he was a clear shot on goal sure if he scores one of them then it's just we
0: speak differently about him isn't mm-hmm. it yeah so, so yeah.
1: that's his game um, The right penalty and red card obviously I don't think there's any ar- any arguments over the penalty his arm yeah on the line stop the ball scoring penalty, yeah red yeah. card
2: I think I think it, the red card is harsh but I don't think I I, I think the ref made the right decision In the laws <laughs> of the game he made the right decision it's but it's, whether that's it's, it, it was such a hard it's, call that's right or not, he obviously didn't mean it You know what I mean? There was evidence to kind of show his arm move and the ball move with it which makes me believe a red card but I have simply for Rhys James because he's clearly just trying to move his whole body towards the ball it bounced up off
1: his toy as well.
2: Yeah, but whether it was still going in, you know. Oh, no, no, it was. Like, yeah. It was going in. Yeah. So, like, definitely going in. I think he's just mind. trying to move his entire body towards it, and in that movement, his hand kind of scooped it out. If it's not on
1: the line, is that a right card? No. No? No. Do no. no,
2: no, no, you don't think so? No. Well, no. it's so far it off the line. If, it's, if, it's, if, it's,
0: if it's just, it depends, if it's within two yards, I'd say maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's anywhere past, because so. the way
2: the in the thing is it it's definitely going over the line. If if he hit mm-hmm. that hits his knee, you know, I don't also know. Also it depends
0: on the shot. If it was a twenty yard blast from outside mm-hmm. and he's five yards out, the goalkeeper's beaten. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and that's baby. what I, yeah. I was say. It's like I don't mm-hmm. know
2: I can't remember exactly where Mendy was in this situation. You know, if he slows down the ball with his knee, someone gets in behind, clears it, you know. Um, but it definitely you know, it was um definitely a penalty and the red card like I've no issues with the right card being given
0: if I that could have done Chelsea a big favour like everyone's just talking about Chelsea from that game and okay. how much of a squad and how much of a team they look like you know what I mean so that's like long term it could do them good as well that's yeah that's, that's what I'm saying I mean. yeah so, so big moments in it and Jesus you could yeah. swear mm-hmm. they won the game after that you know what I mean everyone's <laughs> yeah. going on yeah. about it. a draw
2: on Anfield regardless of 10 or 11 men is a good result so. If it wasn't too long ago
0: teams were covering and uh, picking yeah. up three points and leaving <laughs> yeah. Anfield but Liverpool fans were distraught I didn't think it was the worst mm-hmm. game I don't in the think world. It. I thought
2: Liverpool they showed like Chelsea, I think are one of the best teams in the league, and Liverpool were well you know able to compete with them even in the first half before it, and I think those both those teams can take a lot from the game, you know but the
0: Liverpool fans were distraught like and even online they were absolutely and even the ones I talked to were so sad like about the game
1: in terms of a team being a team like in th- being together and everything. Let's have a look at Arsenal. All right. So, obviously, three losses. Brentford, Chelsea, City, conceded nine goals. Scored none. So they've no goal of the month competition. Goals uh, against West Brom. You know, <laughs> six, six goals against <laughs> West Brom. Premier League. Six goals in four games. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um. Five 0 loss to City at the weekend. They created a grand total of point one two XG against City. Like what what's going wrong? Like when
0: you consider and I know football and this has no relevance whatsoever, but it's just funny that we've taken the XG from both these games. Manchester United are a better football team than Wolves. And Wolves accumulated an actually of one point eight against Manchester United, which shows kind of their quality almost that they have within their squad. Arsenal like what what can you do with zero point one two expected goals? Zero point one two Lukaku had a shot that amounted to zero point one two expected goals against Liverpool and we talk about him having such a bad game. Mm -hmm. And we're somewhat we might be a bit harsh
2: on him, but it's somewhat correct.
1: Arsenal One shot for Arsenal in the whole game and it was Saka five minutes
2: in. Yeah, I was gonna say I from watching the game, Arsenal they started okay. It just it's, they always start okay. It's the same okay. as every game. It's you know, they lose they just lose the heads. You know, the jack of red card, the goal the second goal they can see. What's wrong is, with it?
0: What what is wrong with Arsenal?
2: Are I, they overcoached? I I don't think I'm not sure what's really going on. I think the transfers have been very unusual. So based on the fact and I might be slightly biased because of Arteta's city link, but based on the transfers, I think they should give Arteta some time because they've clearly backed him. Yeah, backed him. him, yeah, yeah. I wrote so, a question
1: so. there. So Edu is the man in charge of all the transfers at Arsenal, right? Is he the one signing the players or is Arteta asking like is Arteta asking for them to bring in
2: Ramsdale and sit on the bench? I think Ramsdale is going to start for them eventually I think I think, I think he Would is not come
1: in straight away though you spent 25 million on the goalkeeper
2: I think it's tough because when Leno has been decent like he's he's been good enough last season it's hard to take a guy straight out the City game could be one he was a fall for a few of the goals um, made some good saves though wasn't yeah, he's not a bad goalie so it's hard you know the same with De Gea and Henderson you know you got to wait you can't just take one out for the other you have to wait until one has a bad game because they're both Good goalies, I know. Both I think both Day and Henderson are better than Ramsdale and Leno <laughs> But um, I think I think Ben White and Ramsdale and I I think Arteta his biggest flaws. He's trying to he, he came from one of the best squads in the Premier League and he's trying to emulate that with players that don't have any kind of experience playing this way. Not good enough. So Ben White reminds me of the John Stones transfer that Man City fifty million and Aaron Ramsdale to a lesser extent the Ramsdale transfer where Ramsdale is quite good with his feet from what I remember and he's a decent enough shot stopper so I, I don't know. I don't think they're, they're good enough transfers but I think it's worth seeing what he what vision Arteta has because also what manager out there is going to take the Arsenal think
1: just about them in general Like, how what do you think
0: is the problem
2: with Arsenal
0: I think the, it's a the players of
1: Straight away, yeah. I think that's that. Like I
0: think the players aren't good enough to match
2: his vision. Look, look and at the I think the, it could end I think, really bad. Their
1: back him. line, so they played look, their back line, the back, back.
2: line on, on Saturday was embarrassing. They literally, it literally, I like uh, Chambers holding and class in the back. Yeah, it's <laughs> just weird because I heard three days beforehand
0: class was going to be involved in a swap deal or he was being trying to on a loan deal out to an Italian club. I heard. Three days before the match, he wasn't. And
1: I don't think he played any minutes before this. Like, yeah, they they literally just throwing all the defenders they have in. I that like, like, yeah, like not uh, work. I I don't think he's bad, Robert.
2: I think but he's but Chambers not too in, bad. Chambers in class, not you or Martin Gray. Yeah, um, it's it's
0: it's it's a it's not a great team, but we've seen worse Premier League teams do better. And I think Arteta has being, I think the job came
2: a bit too early for him. I for I'm the, not even yeah. too
0: early for him. I just don't think at this moment in time. He knows how to translate his points on coaching or what his ideas or philosophies are or whatever
2: he's trying to do to his players. And that could be an issue. Just it, it goes back to their business, and we talked. We didn't even bring up Arsenal in terms of the business. You know, didn't I? Don't know what kind of business it was. And I don't I know. Wonder, spent the most money. In, yeah. the in a few years,
0: it could turn out to be great. They I wonder, flipped I wonder, every
2: I wonder, player for double the money, but <sighs> I wonder, is it? Well, I don't think it's about. I only they're getting these players to flip them. I think they're trying to build Arteta's team. I think he's are tied to buying players that he thinks as you said there the current players he currently has don't understand him and, un- and can't play the way he wants be he's trying to buy these players because they're not necessarily better players than what they have in terms of quality but they might be players that he su- feels suit su- him su- more. Su- su- more
0: well time will tell but this could get really bad for us I know like we were three games in the last I remember Guardiola's first few games at Barcelona they were 19th mm. you know what I mean and they won the league that, they won the travel that season but they lost 2-0 you know, to Brentford and they it's not as if it was like a game where Chelsea lost the I'm not too sure like a few teams last year at the end of last season like where Palace they're or something. they're somewhat yeah. the better yeah. team but they just kind of slip oh, yeah. up and you're like yeah well they deserve to lose Arsenal deserve to lose on everything on stats mm-hmm. and everything the next game was Chelsea they're bullied and then the next game was Manchester City which was that's humiliating now City can do that to any team but the manner in which City were literally just like... The goals were just cr- simple crosses. It wasn't like I mean, City was, weren't
2: playing these great football or anything. Imagine again. if
0: City matched that intensely. They they wouldn't of course for loads of reasons. Probably word from the bench probably sports signs calm down yeah. relax now you've got the game one, chill out we're going to make substitutions. Imagine if Manchester
2: City maintained that pressure or half the pressure. Yeah, they the three still have 4 460 minutes. you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing off their players at half time and Carl Walker cost me points front Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still beat, you still beat me, though. So yeah, Handily So that's why bad. I know no, I didn't feel bad because you got done done bad for that. I'm just to finish on that. Then I am I am bringing in Ben White my fancy team next week. So uh, let's hope Arsenal have a great turnaround. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Norwich, and yeah. Burnley yeah. next two games so, so. And, the, and then Spurs. And then but if White. they
0: come out with that with one point say, which in my head isn't or say even two points as long as it's a nil nil. that's anyways. that's <laughs> <laughs> but that that's not unrealistic in my head and if that's the case that's serious alarm bells yeah. that's serious alarm bells yeah. that's a serious fall from grace from and I know we we're only we're only young but when you think about it they won the league in 03-04 they were competing for 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 years after that yeah Maybe 11, because Leicester City win the league and they came second. You can say they were competing. But then, all of a sudden, within six, seven years, it's it's all gone. And it is all gone. It's not as if it's like when United had bad times. It's like, yeah, they're Bruno Fernandes away from getting in the top four. But then they're three or four signings away from challenging for the league. Yeah, or when Liverpool got Jurgen Klopp in and it was three, four years turnaround
2: this is, it seems a, to be gone. It's a careful what you wish for thing with that Wenger out stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It it's, it's just hasn't, they haven't recovered the same way Man United have. I know Man United haven't made a full recovery, but they've still maintained some form of team. But Arsenal have just, you know, they've been a bit of a shambles this season.
0: Great point to finish that on.
2: Okay, moving on.
1: Predictions for the season to come. Who do you think is gonna win the Premier League this season? Ethan, you can go first this time.
0: You just wanted to make a say to him, didn't you? <laughs> Man City are gonna win the league this season. Why? they have the best squad by far. There, I'm um, doing Pep Guardiola is a better manager at this level than uh, Thomas Tuchel, I think. With this, and I, th- I don't think there's too much in the squads of players. I just think Man City are better because Chelsea haven't invested hugely. Man City have the best squad of players. And the best manager out of them two teams to win the league, Liverpool. I would have said have more of a chance. I know the African Cup of Nations, but that I think they only miss two games, isn't it? They miss FA Cup games. I know. So they don't Is make... it only FA Cup games? Do no, know no. Know they miss maybe it's two six Premier League games, games or
1: something, but it's only two Premier League games. Yeah,
0: that's that's not an yeah. excuse. But I just think Liverpool needed to invest in. It would be really hard for them. We've been in this position before, where. We said it, I sent it to Aaron. I didn't send it to YouTube because you would slag me and I wanted to bring it up in the podcast. The Athletic released an article there saying how Liverpool were in a similar situation two seasons ago when everyone was complaining that they didn't make any signings and then they went on to win the league. But even according to statistics, that was a complete overachievement that was. They didn't they conceded two points in the first what was it? Twenty nine games or something like that. It was insane. It's insane. Mm. Anyway. But I think Manchester City will win it. I think they'll just have a bit too much in the long run. I think Chelsea... I think everyone is overestimating Chelsea a little bit now. I think everyone is going hell-bent on Chelsea. I don't even think Chelsea will finish up second. I think think everyone does this every season when Chelsea make a few signings. And they almost... Chelsea have been here before. They've made big signings like this to fix their squad. But then they
2: always somewhat fall off. I think yeah. I think that um, that leads well into who I picked then to win the league Who did you pick to win the league? Chelsea <laughs> You don't think Manchester City will win the league? I think Chelsea will win Some it this fan year
1: you are. I forgot you're a Chelsea fan as well hey!
2: <laughs> I think Chelsea will win it this year Um, I know Ethan had managed to get Liverpool into his conversation there but I won't speak too much about Man City but I think Chelsea will win but it You have this Chelsea year. you have two teams that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's We're in a got Chelsea it. top right <laughs> <or not? laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the camera there. <laughs> yeah, I think Chelsea will win it because they've won the Champions League so their priority won't be as much with that. I think it's been the longest period maybe that Chelsea have gone without winning the Premier League and I think that's something that Roman Abramovich you know he's won his two Champions Leagues now Um it's been a while since they won the Premier League so I think that might be slightly more of a priority and I think they Lukaku has made them a better team they, were, they played City three times under Tuka last year and they beat them three times so I think they're quite a good side you know that that's that's my opinion I think Man City will be the closest to them but I just think City even though they were able to manage it well by getting to the Champions League final last year and still winning the league I just think he, Pep wants that Champions League he got so close last year City and, have the squad to cope with both though I think so yeah but last season they had the league one and I mean going into cope the, really well but with last play. season they had the league one going into the latter stages of the Champions League if Chelsea push them closer, I feel like City will veer towards... It's, it's not... I'm not talking about individual. I'm not taking the City second team. It's people's heads. Players' heads will be in mm-hmm. one way or another. It's hard for a player to to play, you know, a semi-final... Two legs of a semi-final in between a play-game. They need to win. Except for one thing. If
0: well, I suppose we'll bring it back to the Premier League. I think Chelsea are susceptible to a bad result or two. Yeah. Um, and I mean on a regular basis. I think they can... Go out and Aston Villa, go out at a Crystal Palace, go out at etc. And they can come away with a one all or a nil yeah. all or a yeah. one yeah. nil. Manchester City go and absolutely they're
2: so efficient with these teams. Usually, I know. I, I, last just think, year I just or think whatever Lukaku will bring them that step. From, yeah. From that, like the Diego Costa transfer a couple of years ago, when, you know Chelsea and I think it was 2013-14 got quite close to the league.
0: But don't forget they brought Fabregas in that season as well. It yeah. was excellent and that Chelsea team was excellent and I'm not saying this Chelsea team isn't excellent too yeah. but I just in terms of the situation that Chelsea team was brilliant in that league at that time that league wasn't a strong league Louis van Gaal was at United it was yeah, I but know,
2: I know, yeah. Louis van Gaal was all vin- Who
0: finished second that year
2: Liverpool no it's uh,
0: 14-15 City did yeah City did, you know what I mean? It wasn't a strong city team. Guardiola it was just the year before Guardiola, Kenny, it, wasn't years, it? Two years before Guardiola. Oh, sixteen, seventeen, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pellegrini just coming off the back of winning the league, that yeah, he wouldn't yeah. sacked, yeah, obviously. Um. So yeah. it wasn't a really so, strong yeah. league, like. And we'll I at think this year City are really strong. I know where uh, United. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. We'll see at the end of the year, I suppose. Yes, yeah. the sixteen, seventeen we're talking about the Chelsea one.
2: No they won it no, in fourteen uh, yeah. fifteen when 14, Diego 15. Costa signed and he made that They were quite a decent team the year before And I think they made the Champions League semi-finals
0: Quarter th- final. remember PSG knocked them out No 13-14 Oh no Demba Baal knocked them out Yeah, 13-14 No Demba uh, got them
2: through against PSG Yeah in yeah, 13 14, they lost Atletico Madrid the Atletico Madrid yeah They should have yeah. won the final Remember they? Yeah yeah Ramos scored, scored the day. Last. Yeah, 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 Do you want to
1: know the Liverpool score on the last day of the
2: fourteen fifteen season? 6 1 against Stoke. 6 1 against Stoke. <laughs> That's Gerard's
1: last game. Yeah,
2: when they, when they let him score. <laughs> <laughs> well, we let Stoke
0: okay. score. Yeah, that was good. Right, <laughs>
1: so you said Chelsea, you said City. Who finishes the rest of the top four?
2: Surely we have the same players. In order. In order. In order? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I want one,
1: two,
2: three, four. Okay, I'll go, I'll go first on this one then. Um, I think it's Man City, um, Man United, and Liverpool after Chelsea.
1: Chelsea City and Liverpool yeah.
2: City first for me
0: mm-hmm. Liverpool second Chelsea third United fourth and I do think United
2: will finish top four but I would like to see how Spurs do for the next in my next one just after that and uh, West Ham no. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> not so I say that, <laughs> West, Ham. West Ham. I'm going to go over to West Ham. Again. Why First do you, you think Liverpool, Liverpool will finish outside the top three? Uh it's uh, Liverpool, Man United toss up. I think. I just think Man United, the Ronaldo sign, makes them finish ahead of Liverpool. I think Chelsea, Man City will be top two. Liverpool could finish ahead of United. I, I, I can go either way on that one. um Liber- I think Liverpool, they they've got back to the team. Look a lot closer to the team they were two years ago so they'll definitely finish top four um, I think but uh, either Liverpool or Man United I think Chelsea and Man City 100% top four Liverpool and Man United toss up between the two if say a Spurs or a West Ham what about Leicester? no no <laughs>
1: no signing them at all no. no
2: I think they're they had their two seasons the teams I think they're excellent the The four The four teams we've both mentioned it's just I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, Need to spend too much time on it is just because those four teams are a step of even saying Spurs and West Ham is just kind of a token gesture in my opinion they're a step I up. think
0: Spurs could nick in there I think Spurs That's could cool. nick in and it's whether it's Liverpool Chelsea or United who are going to be vulnerable to me and I can see all teams being vulnerable if Liverpool have shown they can be vulnerable they showed it last season um, Manchester United are vulnerable they showed it on Sunday yeah. against Wolves I know they won but they can't do that performance all the time and if anyone says they can't they can't, and Chelsea have shown that they can be vulnerable with the Thomas Tuchel. Everyone was coming in, everyone was ranting and raving the Champions League. Champions League is a lottery draw, like I've said before. And Thomas Tuchel is a really, really good coach, and he's a really, really good manager, and he really has the team set up really well. But they, they are vulnerable. They've shown they can be vulnerable, and the fact that Lukaku can change, and he can change a lot, because he will damage smaller teams. Yeah. He made a living off it. That's what I think. It but push to the title, but Lukaku can't be a huge difference from fifth to first and I think if things aren't going well and get does get affected they can be dragged back we've seen it happen before with better Chelsea squads where they get dragged back and they're like oh no here we go
1: look at Tuchel at PSG got sacked best squad in the probably in the world World. at that stage Okay, relegation who goes down you can go first this time Ethan bottom three thank you in order please Norwich last
0: it's banker <laughs> they're <laughs> definitely going to stay yeah. up now Southampton 19th I think just the investment and Burnley 18th ooh,
1: ooh, I saw Burnley, Burnley. And Liverpool <laughs> and faith in Sean Dyke
0: um, well I obviously there's some men to faint in Sean Dyke and Sean Dyke will have a great career as a manager after you get a job somewhere else that's <laughs> a wild card <laughs> it, it, it was tough like, and I had a yeah. look and I I considered Watford Watford have good quality in the squad though yeah. it looks, uh, not in depth obviously and they let Troy Deeney go which is a big big plus in my <laughs> opinion <laughs> uh, excellent I suppose I'll, I'll give my
2: three just so we can have a an open discussion I think same as yourself Norwich I heard you 19th Southampton was it? Yeah, I went Watford could have been a toss I said Watford for 19th um, I just don't know enough about their players um, to give a fair answer. I know they beat Villa on the first day but since then um, they they couldn't get into sure yeah. for a reason. Um, and, lost then, both and then, and I have, I have so before the last cup before the start of the season I would never have thought of these, but I think New- I hope you were New- brave. Newcastle. I have six. I three teams I would have put ahead of them before the start of the season would have been Southampton, Palace, and Brentford. But I think Palace have made some Palace good look signings. good. Palace look okay. a good signing. Gallagher's a good signing. um I think Wacky Manderson. But um, even if you watch them play the Crystal Palace look okay Yeah They've got two points um, Brentford Brentford I was going to go Brentford You said on the first podcast That Brentford and are going to get relegated And I acknowledged I acknowledged and that. he owes me a Nando's If they <laughs> don't I acknowledged that They would have been there But I I, for I was, And I, do you know what I would have gone Norwich Watford Brentford But I thought that was too boring Because it's the three teams So I said I'd throw Newcastle in there As a As a hit or miss Even though They have some good players They do have some good players Do you think they'll go down? Genuinely uh, Based on what I've seen over the first, three. it's it's really hard to tell. Based on over the first three games, I think they've looked worse. The other, as I said, the other teams I would can put in a contention are Southampton, Crystal Palace, and Brentford, and they've looked the worst of those four. So that's why I went for Newcastle.
0: What bothered me about Burnley is, is that they look open.
2: Yeah, they look open. Should have won against Leeds though at the weekend. They should have
0: yeah no 100% yeah, they're but, a better team but even I was—I watched Liverpool I only saw the highlights yeah, I watched Liverpool game fully and I know Liverpool can do it to any team but Liverpool have never now Liverpool have put over Burnley worse yeah. but they looked open and it was only 2-0 but they looked I, I, they looked I, as if they
2: were trying to have a bit of a go with Liverpool and I was just like wait a minute well, they hmm. did the same against Leeds you know how often has a Burnley team in the, over the last 3 years been 1-0 up and conceded what, with 5 minutes to go yeah. that doesn't happen Like that was really out of character for them so they're are changing a bit and it could, he could, Rude. I, I do see that. I didn't even think of them because I thought they did more rec- recently bias that I thought they did well against Leeds. But it reminds me a lot
0: of Charlton Athletic when who was there? What's his name? Alan Kirbyshley. Alan Kirbyshley was there, and it's kind of not that they were dying for a change, but it's kind of like, yeah, well, they played this way for so many years. Are they going to change? And then when they change, they end up paying for it.
1: Who would go to Burnley? Like who? What manager? Oh, I do you want to say players
0: cornet. Corneto. Yeah. <laughs> Cornetto. <laughs> Cornetto.
1: Um yeah, what manager would go to Burnley if Sean Dye's left or was sacked?
0: Back to the Sam Allardyce. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't think he'll be sacked. Uh I think will I think you will yes get someone else but if they get if they do go they will I think go down to the championship the next five to ten years, whether it's now or whether it's mm. in three, four, five, mm. ten, whatever years time and so then I think, go back to
2: the grind yeah so that'll be an interesting one to see since we only had Norwich the same which was a mm. given it'd be crazy to take yeah. Norwich to say up but we have two different teams apart from that so let's reverse back to this more as left. the season goes on And more okay. two more questions player of the year so my, mine ties in with what I've been saying so far oh. um, I th- I think if he stays fit he seems to get a lot of niggly injuries these days oh. in Golo oh. of <laughs> oh but if it's not if Angolo Kante keeps up getting these injuries, then Lukaku
1: does Kante play as much now with Saul coming in, and like Kovacic has played a lot. The first yeah, few
2: I think Cante. I think, think Saul is brought in as a rotation backup. backup. Yeah, he's even though three or four years ago he's considered one of the best midfielders in the world. He's obviously taken a dip. Considering two years ago, Atletico Madrid wouldn't take I think eighty million off Man City for him, and now they're happy to let him go on loan for five million. So I think as 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 much he'll improve, I don't think he'll go straight into the team. I don't think he'll start. I think Kante is just he seems to work so well in the Thomas Tuchel system. So I think that's why I wanted to structure the question this vote way. For says,
0: Lukaku to win the best player in the Premier League,
2: I think they'll vote.
0: Yeah, to say he's the best. I don't. Player I don't. I, don't I, I
2: didn't know we're asking if it's the PFA Player of the Year because that one is can be a popularity contest, like the best player. You know,
1: what about Jorginho
2: UEFA <laughs> so so Men's that's player of the year if Chelsea win the league then I think it'll be Kante if he plays enough and Lukaku so they're, they're my tips Kante is my tip anyway that's what I'm putting on the limit if he's going back to
0: Chelsea
1: now who Conor. oh yeah I think so Yeah, he's back the the My
0: player of the year is now they are Cup of Nations I know they only missed two games but and also just I don't know how far Liverpool to finish I was going to say Salah but I don't think Salah will win it anyway because it's just not a popularity contest uh, or it is more like you said a popularity contest, and Salah isn't that popular since he's only one season wonder. But my main uh pick was Jack Grealish. I think Jack zone. Grealish. He got. I know he's only. He's got two assists, three games so far. Mm. But I think if Jack Grealish plays, the way he's played for City so far in the two games, which I think has been pretty good he has and, been and decent, pretty yeah. pretty decent, and if he continues that form, and not only that, he adds to his form and adds the way he was playing like at Aston Villa. And imagine if he made that Manchester City team become reliable on him, like he did at Aston Villa. That's yeah. huge. And he will, he will get assists, as we've seen, and he'll get the odd goal. If he finishes the season with, say, seven, eight, nine goals in the league and 18, 19, 20 assists, that's amazing. Yeah, I think he's and it. their City win the league. Say they go far in the Champions League as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Both relatively experienced players that have been picked so thank god this podcast
0: off, wasn't last week I was going to pick Trent Alexander. <laughs>
1: well you still could to finish it off who's yeah. the, the young player to watch no I didn't season? have a young
0: player to watch I just had one
1: to watch I'm oh, sorry one to watch
0: because yeah. this lad yeah. isn't young I was going to say mm-hmm. Cavani Ronaldo <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ronaldo
2: Ah, it's boring enough it's boring
0: enough but, but I think we're looking for that well, yeah but that's the thing I want to find out Is he going to be yeah. the difference Is he going to Like We don't know I had a can, can United Can United br- Can Ronaldo bring United To league winners You know yeah. what I mean Like is he at that level Like he would Say Ronaldo was better Than Suarez was When Yeah Suarez Brought Liverpool From 7th to 2nd Yeah Correct Imagine if he was Somewhat still Say at that Suarez level now Because he's still in the top 5 Best players in the world Imagine he brought them up from, I know they're second but say 68 points to what Gary Neville said in Sky Sports, 90, 95 points. And we're all here like, yeah, he'll do fine, they'll do well. He scores 30 goals. But what if he doesn't? You know what I mean? What if he scores 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 goals? And it's like, oh, okay. It's really underwhelming. I just think it's an interesting one to watch. No, I agree. It'll I be had a good I, soap opera for the year. I
2: had Ronaldo as <laughs> kind of my initial Young player, player of you. the year. Only um, thirty-six. Yeah. The You're really <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> I had him down as a player the year originally But then I just thought that usually it goes to the team Who wins the league just because he's the second best player in the world But my one to watch have gone in a slightly different direction To yours <laughs> I went for We've talked about already on the podcast Mary Gray I think two goals in the first two games He never really He never really Performed under Leicester Even though he actually I did my research before He actually has had an England call Which I thought I'd remembered. Never played but he got an England call up. He was on the squad, um, and I looked, ten goals in a hundred and thirty three games for Leicester, a lot of sub appearances. So to see him if he plays consistently, in a top half team, to see how he performs because he's scored two very very nice goals in the last two games. So that's who I'm. Why do out for. you want to, What do you think he'll do? I'd just be interested to see if he could get to a player that's what talked about for England. What
0: standard do you reach for him? Do you think he can? He can reach.
2: Use better English. I don't know. That's why I'm going to watch him. <laughs> see, what, what do you think? think? <laughs> what do you think? I think basically. What's the idea in your head? Because you obviously have an idea in your head where you go, yeah. 10, 10 to 15 goals this season. Oof.
1: For <laughs> an Everton winner. Under Rafa.
2: Yeah, hey, under Rafa. Jim Pennant. <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh, that, I'm not, I don't. That's, I think, his ceiling. And I don't. He's just never really showed it consistently So at Leicester. So I just kind of wanted to see how he gets on. Just, I thought t- both his goals. Um, you know mm-hmm. he's right foot both his goals score on the left foot same kind of thing I was like really good goals and he's starting like ahead of Andros Townsend I know Andros Townsend it isn't that's
0: what you say that. I remember Winger doing that a few years ago when Garret Bale left <laughs> it, was,
2: it was Andros Townsend remember he came in yeah. and he scored two
0: goals I think yeah. yeah. Damari D- D- Gray that was
2: it Damari D- Gray <laughs> D- Gray might not score again this season but I just think it's and th- he wouldn't have been my one to watch at the start of the season but the fact he's got two Goals in the last two games, and I was really surprised to see everything come in for him because I thought he was always quite poor for Leicester. But so Will we give Jeff a quick one. Um, I think Danny
1: Ings would be the one to to watch for the season again. Good start to the season. Probably gonna be Villa's talisman for the rest of it. What do you aim for him? Goals wise. Goals wise, I'm bringing Villa to a level
0: i lack
1: because of Jack Grealish now. I I think he'll have a similar impact to what Grealish did last year, but not in terms of quality on the ball. Just in terms of like grinding out results and like what was that a ninety seven and a penalty in the first game, yeah. and then scored the unbelievable bicycle kick in the second game. Like I just think he's going to not make, not bring them on a level because I think they did really well last year obviously, so it's hard to progress from that considering the strength of the other teams.
2: But even for Villa to stay at the same level, would be... Yeah, would be after strange. losing their yeah. their main
1: man. But I just I think he's going to score goals. I, I could see him scoring 13, 14, 15 goals maybe. If he
0: scores between 16 and 21 goals, then I'll go, yeah, that's that's really, really What's good. What's going to happen
2: with Ollie Watkins, though? He's going to have to play, surely.
0: Sure, that's what I suppose is there for its competition, isn't it? Yeah, so that's... that's you want, I think
2: Ollie Watkins came on in the wing the last day and Danny Inks stayed on, so... They be. they could
1: potentially play the two of them together yeah. as well, depending on what way they want to do it. But.
2: There you go. To finish up the podcast,
0: one to watch: Cunnell's, Damari Gray, Jeff's, Danny Ing's, mine, Cristiano Ronaldo, slash Harvey Elliott. You're going to try him next week. You heard the way Cunnell was going at the end of that podcast just there. He sounded a bit slippery when we started questioning him on Damari Gray. Tune in next week to see that full explosion. <laughs> I don't want to turn it off
2: yet do you have any final words no I just uh, I said looking forward to the season ahead the first three weeks have shown a lot of interesting things make us make us think and make us talk about so that's it let me come back
1: Um, thanks for having me it was great to be able to mediate your uh, arguments and Connell didn't slap you this week so that's a good sign anything about signing up for the Ecos club no don't do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) straight cut out (laughs)